0: Hey, which way? Uh Gay Barragoland. May God's peace be upon you. You're listening to uh Black Lord Tribal edition right across the nation of the Udingi territory. If you're listening outside of that, then guess what? You're probably listening via our friends at Bumavetra Media ninety eight point seven FM, um, who broadcast inside the Commonwealth of Australia. And uh, we're just uh, saying hi and continuing. I think it's more than 10 years now nearly, or around 10 years. I think we should have a birthday cake or something. But anyway, uh, today we're looking at uh, what's happening inside of Australia uh, and elsewhere. Uh, In particular, the growing concern amongst Indigenous Australians that Indigenous issues aren't at the the table of those uh, Labor or Liberal at the moment uh, in terms of policies and things like that. So uh, you'll notice that uh, Um, there's been very few Indigenous issues talked about in the Australian realm and I probably uh, can guess why. But um, nevertheless, you might have heard about this thing called the Uluru Statement and a voice to Parliament. They're still pursuing this and despite the millions and millions of dollars being spent on it, it hasn't really gone anywhere at all. Uh, Now, one of the uh, articles here from the Guardian newspaper recently As of, uh, I think it was Monday the 9th of May, Australians urged back Indigenous voice to Parliament. That's great. Um, They're all supporting the Yidinji government here, it looks like. It's calling, uh, okay, First Nations uh, call for referendum to do what 1967 didn't do. Oh, which is empower our people. I thought everyone says, oh, 1967 was the, the big moment. You know, and, and and very successful. So there must have been something that didn't happen there. I wonder why they haven't told the people about that. Anyway, I'm going to read from the article, and then we'll have our panel of experts um, talk about this. And Urelem and, and um, Ganyara are, are here also, um, and we can have a yarn about that. Bommy's well, on his way, I think. Anyway. A new education campaign pushing for a First Nations voice to Parliament is being unrolled by the creators of the Uluru Statement from the Heart. Remember, they're Australians, and they're going to spend more money on a new education campaign. Okay, continue reading. The History Is Calling campaign will urge Australians to answer the Uluru Dialogue's 2017 invitation to legally enshrine First Nations people in the Constitution via a referendum as an urgent election issue. Uluru Statement Leader Roy R.C. said First Nations people had been at the whim of consecutive governments that had failed to protect their rights and it was long overdue for their voice to be constitutionally enshrined. This is what he said. The data's there. In terms of overrepresentation in the criminal justice system, health statistics, infant mortality rates "'It's appalling. We've gone backward,' he said. "'In 1967, I was six months old "'when non-Aboriginal citizens of this country "'gave my mother citizenship. "'Now it's time to give my kids a voice in this country "'and future generations, "'and we can do that through a referendum. "'We don't want a green voice. We don't want a red voice. "'We don't want a blue voice. We want a black voice.'" Mr R.C. said that the Uluru statement was never for the politicians was a gift to the Australian people who were best placed to vote on constitutional recognition. This is what he said. Consecutive governments haven't been, had our best interests at heart and legislation isn't going to cut it. The momentum's there, the mood has shifted. We've lost a lot of First Nations people that haven't seen a voice realised it's time. The Uluru Dialogue co-chair, Professor Megan Davis, was the first person to read the statement to the nation. Five years on, she said it represented a powerful moment for all Australians walking together in a moment for a better future. This is what she said. Silence never made history, and on the occasion of the fifth anniversary, the empowerment of our people is in the hands of the Australian public, she said. The referendum mechanism empowers all Australians to work together to change the nation as they did in 1967. And that's the end of the article uh, in the Guardian newspaper. Uh, uh, I'm going to hand it over to the Attorney General Gagnara to talk about that, about what happened in 1967 and what's happening now.
1: Yeah, look, thanks for that. Um, you know, it's another great day in paradise here, a bit of rain around, what a beautiful place to be. And, and by the way, this is not Australia, this is, this is Gimboy, this is Yidinji country. Um, so that's, the, that's the fundamental difference uh, when we say Australia and, and Yidinji, the coexisting sovereignty, as mentioned in the Uluru Statement. But we'll go back to 1967, 1967 done nothing, believe it or not, all that done, the referendum took the word Aboriginal out of the constitution. Um, and it put nothing in its place which is rather strange so that never empowered the Australian or the Commonwealth of Australia through the Constitution to make laws for Aboriginal people in their true and correct capacity it just removed the word Aboriginal took it away um, just struck out one one section that mentioned Aboriginals about counting them in the in the Constitution or in the Commonwealth of Australia so what did it do now constitutional expert uh, George Williams uh, and, and crew through their, their, uh, one of their constitutional books or a book about the Constitution and the Commonwealth of Australia made it very clear about that. It done absolutely nothing. It, it took the word out and left the Constitution very silent on Aboriginal people. So what did it do? It didn't give the, uh, the Aboriginal people the vote to write because the la- one of the last states to give them the right was Queensland or was one of the later states and they got about 1963 or 64 uh the right to vote and actually they could have taken up citizenship if you had a right to vote in one of the states you had the right to take up citizenship so it just goes to show how this article is just not quite factually true and correct Um, uh, it done nothing for the Aboriginal people then, and it still does nothing for them today. It, it can't do anything for them, because they're only 3% of the population. Now, in a democratic uh, country like Australia, the majority rule, you know, it's just the majority what they want, not, not these little uh, f- uh, factions, because, you know, maybe it could be like, uh, um, the, the Irish, for example, want to take up a faction here and, and start taking acts against Australia, like they might have done to defend their homeland. You don't know, or it could be the Muslims or whatever it may be. So the majority rules, there's no ifs and no buts about that. What will the voice to parliament do? Absolutely nothing. How can it do anything for them? They can't veto laws or authority that impacts upon them, so what's the good of it, you know? They they say, oh, you get a voice to parliament. Yeah, ring Lifeline. Tell someone who cares, because that's all that's going to happen. It's going to be a toy telephone. How can it work? How can a voice to parliament work? If it can't veto law, that affects your society. But the Uluru Statement, as you, uh, as I said there, came out five years ago and it said something very important. There's coexisting sovereignties. That's where you get your power. That's where you get your voice. Um, that is the, the place where the Aboriginal people can go back to the one that they mentioned in UNDRIP, the UN Declaration of Rights for Indigenous Peoples. Go back, revitalise all your stuff. You know, bring it back to life. Bring your court back to life. Bring your, your government back to life. Bring your police back to life. Start to take part in your society, not not the Commonwealth of Australia. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Yulem, but when you say coexisting, the word coexisting, what does that really
2: mean to you? Well, two, two separate groups. You know, that's what stands out the most. You know, two separate groups. However, as you always say, there is one group which arrived, Johnny come lately, <laughs> and the other one which has always been here. So therefore, they're the first. So as as you always remind me that, you know, that's where the law is based on, first in time. So why wouldn't you take up your rights rather than being a minority in Johnny Come Lately's group?
1: So what you're trying to say to me is that there are people here that are trying to influence the the first in time people to not go back to their their culture and their law where they're they're the true and correct owners, to laws that have been here for roughly 60,000 years. You know, This is what we're saying. The Uluru Statement makes it very clear that they've only been here roughly 60,000 years and they are the true and correct owners pursuant to their law, not Australian law, and that the Australians are the ones that are trying to hold people back.
0: Yeah, I, I, look, there's, there's a number of things that um, have come to my mind when, when you guys were talking then. One is this new education campaign. How much does that cost in the taxpayer? Not that it's any of our business, but this is a, a question I would ask if our education minister was rolling out something that m- may have not been bang for buck. Um, and if—and I know there's certain... The Constitution has to be upheld in the, in the Australian realm, and that's why they can't blatantly say, go form your government under your law. But they, they can describe it in a way that... <coughs> pardon me... You know, these Australian lawyers can't say that because it de- destroys the very skeleton or or, or or fabric of the law that they are practising. And uh, unfortunately, that's where a lot of these um, people reside. They uh, have taken up an oath uh, of allegiance and like the Yudinchi citizens do, and that's fair enough. I, I, I totally get that. Um, so uh, that's why we're here, because... Professor Megan Davis has to talk about Australia, and we would support that 100%, and same with um, Mr RC. Now, the same way that we we can talk about what happens here on the Utindia Territory, however, we can talk about the Australian stuff because that's our property. Don't ever forget that. If you're an Indigenous uh, man or woman, uh, that is a pre-colonial Indigenous man or woman or a nation... The Commonwealth of Australia is your property. So whatever happens there, that's your business. Um, Not that that we want to interfere with that, but what we can say is that while Australia can't speak for Yidinji and can't talk, uh, they can talk a little bit about us, we can talk about both worlds because we own it. The Yudinji realm is owned by the Yudinji nation and the Commonwealth of Australia is also owned by the Yidinji nation. And um, uh, that's just the simplicity of it all if people want to support the uluru statement as Yudinji does but they're probably supporting it from the other side which is the australian side remember there's coexisting sovereignties so there's Yudinji's and then there's Australia's. so there's a, a, there's two parts to it it's one saying the the, uh, the cup is full the other one's uh, half full the other one saying the, the cup may be half empty okay so that's that's the uh, i guess the, the rub of it i just uh, you know, it, it is a hard thing to do, and, and I can see why people want to put their energy and time into this Uluru um, uh, statement because you know it is it, it is, a, it is a, a, an important um, part of the Australian society. But um, let's let's let's. Uh, I'll hand you back to Gignaris. He's, he's showing me an article from the Guardian there a few years ago or or recently. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, look, just recently there was an article come out in The Guardian. What do you want to take part in Australia for if you're a minority, if you you are of another race other than the British? And the article makes it very clear. Racism in Australia is about the structures that ensure non-white people don't get a fair go. Is that where you really, really want to be? If you're an Indigenous nation, do you really want your members to be there? Think about that. You're not going to get a fair go. Absolutely not. It's set up about the uh, white Australia. It is the homeland of, of the uh... Britishers who come here or so they claim they come here in peace to uh... establish an outpost in the south seas and the pacific but is that really where you want to be in with the white australia you know um, i see there was an article come out uh, just the other day there once again i think it was the guardian if i can remember right um, about the the white supremacists that, that are starting to reform himself you know around here with the elections and i think it was one of the uh... liberal uh, democrat candidates deeply regrets white supremacist uh, post he put on Facebook you know he says I'm not a Nazi but he, he called the Aboriginals the enemy of, of the Commonwealth of Australia now this was only a few years ago and he wants to run for the, for the system where you don't get a fair go, think about this you know, why would you want to be there unless
0: you're getting paid a lot of money, why would you want to be there yeah why would you want to have your voice with that parliament you know and uh, that's absolutely outrageous outrageous lock them all up uh, as someone famously said once. Uh, but on a, on a serious note, uh, there is no place for racism. And Australia, unfortunately, you're going to have to hear this, it, it, it's built on the blood and bone of blackfellas. Not on the back of sheep, it's at the back of blackfellas. And I, I didn't say that. Well, I just did. But in a more legalistic way, uh, Mabo two said that. Mabo two said that the indigenous, the pre-colonial indigenous nations summing it up, I'm, I'm not verbatim, are uh, the underwriters of the Commonwealth of Australia. In other words, we paid for the place. Sounds pretty good. I'm not going to argue with that. But everyone seems to think they did all the work for it. And some people did. All of Australians worked really hard for them. They worked their rings out. And that's, what, uh, you know, we're here to support. Well, that's the type of people we want living on our territory. But what we don't want is these race-based laws... And these racists these nazis these fascists coming on the, the territory these these you know these undesirables these undesirables and if you're listening you can get out you don't, you don't belong here you can stay in australia and if you want to stay in australia with them you can stay there too but you can always go back to your law go back to your law and start it again
1: you keep talking about race, race all the time. Is it not racist to create a, a special voice to Parliament based on race? Correct me if I'm wrong. You know, is that is that not racist?
2: Yeah, of course it is. Of course it is because it it, um, it makes a mockery of the so-called democracy, where everyone's supposed to have an equal vote. Democracy. Democracy. Um, and, you know, something that was in the article that uh, Muramur read out, uh, I, I've heard it said many times from so many different first, first people of this country is, is walking together. You know, despite, despite the atrocities that have happened, you still hear this said regularly, which, you know, um, sometimes dumbfounds me in, in reverence because it's amazing that that sort of resilience of culture and uh, morality still exists with that intention. So why would you want to be in a racist um, s- constitution that, uh, that, you know, like um, Ganyara just said, is considering things such as a, a special voice to parliament because that, that becomes racist in itself. Why not have your own voice in your own parliament, in your own, for your own nation? That's where the true strength is. So you know that's that's one aspect of it, and the other aspect is you know looking at the the structure. If you if you keep pushing and trying to develop this voice in Australia, uh, you only end up in a system that is corrupt, um, that has no moral moral impulse, and it's only by forming, reforming your own nation on paper that those sorts of things can be sorted out. Yes, uh,
0: nicely put, uh, Yulam, and. All I'm going to say is this. If you've got someone in Australia who's saying, what was he saying about the Aboriginal people? Oh,
1: they are you know? the, anim- the enemy of
0: the... That uh, the enemy of the state? Of the Combo- yeah. Of the Commonwealth? Yep. How can you, and you put it right, there's so much goodwill from our mob, whether they're living in Australia or you right? And in, this, in the scriptures it says, Amos 3.3, read it. How can two walk together unless they are agreed? So there's going to be division all the time. So, how can you agree with these mob who are talking like that? You can't. So you got to go back to your law, and build the the, the world that you want. And um, yeah, this is the uh, the article here. He deeply regrets, by the way, uh, whatever that means. Anthony Bull cited the works of U.S. terrorist David Lane and wrote, "Victory over Indigenous Australians should be celebrated." The Liberal Democrats candidate for the federal seat of Brisbane says he deeply regrets a history of offensive Facebook posts, including messages that they were anti-Semitic, described Indigenous Australians as the enemy and celebrated white supremacist culture. One photo uploaded by the candidate, Anthony Bull, shows him smiling next to One Nation Senator Malcolm Roberts as a group of young men made those hand gestures. You know, they were, the, they were described as Bull by the white power salutes behind them. Roberts is not making a hand gesture, by the way. Um, but anyway, look, it is what it is, and uh, Australia um, racism is not sustainable at law, which is why the Indigenous Nation, through its government and its wisdom of its elders, says it's inclusive. It's not exclusive. It's not exclusive. Okay. Commonwealth of Australia was set up as an exclusive club for white men. I didn't say that. The Prime Minister, John Curtin, said that in 1940-something. 1941.
2: 1941,
0: thank you, Attorney-General, thank you. Anyway, have a think about it. Is that who you want to be with? Do you really want to live with these these, these these types of people that think like that? All right. Come to your dingy. That's what I reckon. Go back to your law. Start it. Love, kindness, all the the fruits you know of the spirit it talks about in galatians chapter five anyway you're listening to black law tribal edition we'll be back after the break
3: i've been feeling like a lone wolf dancing in the street light, howling at the moon when i hear the beat that's what i brother do on the dance floor, we could have a dance off, do it all night. feeling all juiced up, getting my groove on, set it up super. We could take a flight, alright? I said, Ooh, you got me feeling myself. Now I put it on you. Cool as hell. I said, Ooh, you got me feeling myself. Now I put it on you. You really on track? Are you really on the path to where you wanna be? Doing out of no only know me. I ain't in the coma. I really don't sleep. I ain't even tripping every minute that I'm living. I'm kill it on the rhythm. We can keep it low key. I said ooh, you got me feeling myself. Now I put it on you, cool as hell. I said ooh, you got me feeling myself. Now I put it on you, cool. Help. You could be my favorite uh-huh.
0: to the show, Blackwell Tribal Edition, we're talking about uh, a number of things today. And uh, look, we're getting a bit worked up. We're getting a bit worked up because we're getting older in the uh, in the years. But, you know, we're saying this stuff because it's bleeding obvious uh, uh, to us and maybe not to people listening out there. And may I remind people, we're not having a go at our brothers and sisters who are, you know, inside of Australia. There's nothing like that, but we we do have a go at the racist institution, and we're trying to remedy that, and that's what this Indigenous government's all about. It's it's not all roses and chocolates inside the Commonwealth of Australia. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Roy R C said, you know, he's right about the incarceration and the you know all those things that affect. The pre-colonial indigenous men and women that choose or may not choose to hold membership inside the Commonwealth of Australia. Okay, so what is the solution? Well, here we are talking about it. Not that Yidinji is for everybody, because it's not. It's just for for Yidinji. If you don't identify with Yidinji, or let's say you don't agree with it, that's fine. That's not a problem. We don't have an issue with that. You know, I heard someone say, "Oh, you you claim in my land." I said, well, how? Am I, am I the one making money off your land? Or is it the Commonwealth of Australia? I, I, did I steal the dirt and put it in my pocket and take it away in little bits at a time? No. I can't steal Jabogai country or Mullumbarra country or Kunganji country or anyone else's country. I can't. All I'm saying is that this government was set up a long, long time ago well before I got involved and the law has been here and it's been from the boss upstairs in the sky. That's the one, number one. And um, I think uh, this Yudinji government is for everybody Um, and not just this family or that family or that one there, this one there. And we've always been like that. We've got people coming in here who volunteer. It's all volunteer based, there's no money no taxpayer money here. Everyone said, oh yeah, we've got $10 million from somewhere once. I heard that story. Well, how? Show me. I've got a broken tooth, broken shirt, broken shoe, everything. Anyway, that's okay. That's not a problem. But stop the rot, stop the lies, okay? Don't bring your lies and spread it because it's wrong. There's no $10 million. There's no um, flash Swiss bank account or Rolls Royces or anything like that. It's just people who love and want to help make the world a better place, all right? And if you don't like it, then that's okay. Like I said, you don't have to. You can turn this radio off, you know? Or you can go and watch football or do whatever you want to do. And um, that's okay. We're not asking you to love us but we do encourage you to listen to what we're saying. Okay, and that's a that's big difference. You know, a lot of different groups might be thinking, oh, this fellow's claiming this, or that fellow's claiming that. It's not about that. It's about you standing up and building something that's not Australian to help Australia, to help your brother and sister inside Australia. Uh, and to help them come and back and forth in this side of the world where you are equal under the law, where you do hold that power, you have a voice to parliament on that side, not in Australia, what are you waiting for that? It's like, uh, you know, they might be just teasing you. We don't know. Promising you, you, you trust politicians? I certainly don't. But anyway, we're talking about the truth today and... The Victorian government promises, oh that's an interesting thing, change will come from the work of the Yuruk Truth Telling Commission. Okay so this is Victoria which was one of those states that excluded all the Aboriginal people down there before you know before they they killed them and, and and all that kind of stuff then they excluded them from the Commonwealth and then they're saying oh we're going to tell the truth about to make it better for you. Once again it's not about our brothers and sisters that are down there who may not know, or who may know even. uh, We're not having a go at anyone. We can't have a go at our men and and, and women. Remember, it's about that piece of paper that they're holding and talking through. Very, very clear. Okay, We can't go against that man or woman. That's not the way. We talk. But all we're saying is, watch out for that piece of paper that you're holding or, or, or whoever's holding. And in Victoria... They got an agenda. Keep going. Keep, keep going with this all. Keep kicking the can down the road. Keep telling them this, that, and the other, and making promises. Okay.
1: What are the promises, though? Is it going to be a good change or a bad change? More going to jail—that's a promise. Yeah, we we could do that. Yeah, if we were the Victorian government. Yeah, we promise we'll make a change. But you're all going to jail. Yeah. But why do we know? We know the truth. Why do we need to? keep telling it for because they say in that article that they'll listen this time which meant last time they didn't listen well, what's going to change i, I really struggle with this well, but
0: there's a difference between listening and, and doing
1: a- absolutely but they're going to tell the whole truth are they going to say that that australia committed genocide are they going to say that australia committed murders are they going to say that australians stole the kids are they going to say are they going to say this sort of stuff Are they going to say they don't have a treaty
0: Or go back to where you come from
1: oh okay uh, yeah well where, where does Australia go where's the homeland of Australia get, over it. get <laughs> I like that get over it get over what get over that. don't have a treaty get over that we're first in time get over that that our law hasn't gone that our sovereignty hasn't been ceded or extinguished that it is first in time that it is continuing that under sovereignty whoever you know is first in time is strongest in the law who's gonna get over this we don't have to you think about it they're the ones that need to, to tell the truth uh, and they've got to tell their citizens the truth, not us and not, not the, uh, you know, the pre-colonial Indigenous nations, but you know, tell the, the Indigenous Australians that you're only an Australian and you're going to have no rights of ownership or anything under Australian law because it's already owned by your nation under your proper, uh, proper capacity as a member of that Indigenous society. Are they going to start saying all this or are they going to say a little bit of the truth? And then if they find out that there were murders committed, are they going to remedy that? Are they going to settle that? Are they going to settle the past, secure the future by uh, having a trial on who committed murder, for example? Because murder will stand forever and a day until it's sorted out. Are they going to tell that sort of truth? You now you think about this, you know, education is everything, but is it a complete education? Yeah. You know, this, this is what life's all about. So... Yeah, I'd say, yeah, there are going to be some big changes. I promise big changes, all right, but will it be in your favour? Will it be nice or what you really want? Think about that, you know, because, you know, look, Yeram, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's very vague, isn't it?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And that's like you said, uh, was said before, kicking the can down the road, the the, um, consistency of vagueness allows that to continue. And, um, you know, that article you're talking about, uh, rightly pointed out um, one of the aspects I was referring to before is that uh, a lack of lack of integrity um, where there are very few virtues uh, if any uh, when it comes to the political arena um, versus what you would experience in in the cultural sphere of, of all the nations first nations of this country and uh, yeah, and one of those one of those virtues is compassion and uh, there is obviously no compassion while they continue to do stupid, I won't swear, stuff like this, um, because, uh, as that article pointed out, that a lot of the, the uh, elders are, are sick of retelling their story over and over. It's emotionally exhausting. And uh, I think the word they use was the previous inquiries that have been uh, ignored. All the information has been siloed. Um, and And more to the point, the information was only... Uh, the questions that were asked to uh, um, to gain that information were very narrow and not really interested in the truth only in what they had in their portfolios. So, you know, what, why stay in that world?
1: Exactly, and that's what I keep saying. Go back and revitalise your laws and your, your customs and, and your authority and then take charge of it and you'll find that these state-based treaties are just absolute rubbish after that. How can they be state-based treaties? Um, as Indigenous Victorians, as Indigenous Queenslanders, you know this state-based us- is just another another farce, another joke, another kick the can down the road. But it's not honest. It's going to be this other, I suppose, king plate hung around the necks of, of blackfellas by the white Australia. Think about what they what they're actually doing there. Yes,
0: I, I think um, one of the big uh, um, uh, flags to 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 uh, uh, to see what this was was that. When the Queensland Government announced the Treaty Talks, they did not invite the Yidinji Government. Okay? Now, the Yidinji Government gets all types of invitations. We get all kinds of correspondence from big names, big countries, big organisations, big companies. But why, around the world I'm talking about, so why would we not get an invitation from the Queensland Government to attend Treaty Talks? It's a fair question. Okay. Is it because we own the place? <laughs> Maybe. You know, this, this stuff, and, and look, Professor Megan Davis is good. She, she likes some of the comments I put up. I said uh, a few uh, like last month that the Indigenous government is the voice for the Indigenous nation. No Australian, be they Indigenous or non-Indigenous, be they Greens, Libs, Labor, can represent the Indigenous nation. They can't. Only the Yidinji government can be the legal representative. The Commonwealth of Australia is the legal representative for Indigenous Australians and non-Indigenous Australians. The black Australian, the white Australian, the green Australian, the yellow Australian. If you act as an Australian, the, the Commonwealth of Australia is your legal representative, okay? The Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, is your boss, okay? When you set up your government in accord with the traditions and customs of your Grundnorm, your your foundation of law, then you determine the structure for legal representation. Okay, you create the laws that govern your little piece of dirt on this um, this planet. Okay, so. Um, Look, there's a number of things here that uh, we've said that uh, they, they like on these comments, you know. And all I'm saying is is that you're going to have to work out what's real and what's not real. But the most easiest way, rather than reading through all their stuff, is to be simple. Go back to your law. Go back to your tribal name. And then create that tribal name's piece of paper. That's all you're doing. That's what a person is, a legal personality, but you're doing it under your name, under your law, and leave that Australian one. You park it to the side. Put it down. And uh, OK, I'm, I'm just going to leave you there for a little bit. I'm going to talk about this other one and build this other one. And guess what? We can help you with that. Oh, the police minister just walked into the, the studio here. He's laughing. And um, Bumi, which way, how are you? Oh, I'm good, good, good. So we're talking about... Uh, um, tribal law and uh, how tribal law is different from government law and um, I guess that's really important uh, uh, about that. Yeah, now we're talking on the radio. So, um, Ganyarra, I think it's quite simple. If you've got tribal law, what you do is you set up your piece of paper. But it can't be Australian piece of paper. And that's how simple this is.
1: It sure is. It's all about the legal identity. It's that piece of paper. What you are seen through. Now, remember one thing. A human is not the piece of paper. The man or woman is not the piece of paper. You're actually using something that belongs to someone else. And the someone else, if you're an Australian, if you're going to be seen through the Australian identity, you're using something that belongs to the Commonwealth of Australia. They created the birth certificates, for example, through the numerous states, the states of of Australia. So you're using an identity to take part in Australia that is created by Australia. That, that, that's, that's the reason why when you start to say I am, you know, Joe Blow, the Indigenous Australian, the police are going to bash you every single time because they have jurisdiction over you. If you say, no, I'm Joe Blow from the Yidinji Nation, here's my identity created by the Yidinji Nation, the Australian jurisdiction, they, they actually lose authority over you straight away and immediately. Because that's what the judge said to our foreign minister at the time. If you're not one of ours, there's the door for you to go at large. You can't take part in our world. You can't take part in our courts. You, th- there you go. How'd you go. But the UN Declaration makes it very clear. Now, we didn't write the UN Declaration of Rights for Indigenous People, but we agree with what's contained in it. And it says the Indigenous people, which means the Aboriginals in the island is up here, have a right to go back and revitalise their nation, bring
0: it back to life. Self-government, autonomy, you name it. Yeah, it's all there. And, Bummy, I, I just wanted to, if you could share your story about last week uh, as the police minister, you went and talked at a, a certain function, but you also took the Indigenous police with you. And that was a really good thing.
4: Yeah. Thank you, son. Yeah, that was a really good thing that uh, we want to stand up for this town there called Gimwe. And uh, Dad and all of them might call this place Gimwe. And as uh, I did in the elder here this morning, Murumu and Ganyuru that we're talking, talking right. Because we, 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 we need our rights, we need our, our power, you know, to talk to people in the, in the mall and where the taxi stand and the bus and uh, this garage, I went to one garage and this door was broken and the lady said that's going to cost her a lot of money, you know. People, kids are breaking things and uh, we need to be there. When I first come to town about nine, 2009, I don't care, yeah, I mean my wife she was on dialysis, and I used to drive the bus. And I used to check the bus out and who I got in my list and, you know, clean it out. And so, today we're having a bit of incident on these buses. Now, they're not looking after the children on the bus, you know, to, to take the little kids to school. And, know really checking they're just rushing in or whatever and they're leaving them in there you know and i'm concerned for that as an as an elder for this town that we need to be there too and that's if uh, this come true with them you know that we need to check these bus out too when they stop at school you know and check it the right out because there's two incidents now one in edmonton and one in mackay i think or somebody in there so that's really hurt, hurt us, you know? Like this thing's still going on and... Like in town now with me, I want to talk to the these people. Of, you know, they're sitting around and, uh, and and pulling up these plants and making a mess of this town, you know? We need to stand up and they need to look at us, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. So it is about looking after this place and making sure these things don't happen like that. And the Yudinji police of the Yudinji government is there to help. Now, we can only encourage people to come to the office and seek Yudinji citizenship. We can't force it on you, and we wouldn't want to force that on you. Okay? If you want to use Australian pieces of paper, that's fine too. That's not a problem. Okay? That's a, a really simple thing. If you want to not agree with what we're doing here, that's okay. We'll be reminding you. But one thing they've got to do, as an Australian, all Australians
1: should, is come and get a visa to be here. Now under our immigration laws, anyone who's here without a, a correct visa is an unlawful non-citizen. Think about that now. You're actually breaking our law. So you don't you don't have to be a citizen, but do get a visa to
0: enter. Yes, and they're free by the way. Did you know that? They don't cost $10 million. Uh, it's free. You're listening to Black Law Tribal Edition. This, this, this radio program is free for you too, by the way. It, you know, to do the Lord's work doesn't require payment, we say here. And uh, we'll be back after the break.
5: to have Telling me that it's never ever meant to be like this You plead, forgive me please, won't you hold me tight No more love
0: Well, unfortunately the time's come now. I know you're probably getting a bit tired of us or you're crying for us, one of the two, I don't know. Well, you changed the station already. Anyway, but that's all right. We just want to encourage you to... Every day now is going to get harder for the Australian, for the Indigenous Australian, for the Russian Australian, but for the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander men and women, it's going to get tougher and tougher and tougher. That's why there is a number of tribal nations now looking to form their governments they've had a gut full of it they've had a gut full of the racism a gut full of the going to jails a gut full of the deaths in custody a gut full of the whole lot and white fellas too they've had a gut full of their gammon politicians two-faced lying fork tongue reptilian they come and talk about reptilian people here i'm saying no oh, well must be them politician. But a, a shout-out to Michael Healy, by the way. Uh, good on you. Good on you for meeting with the Yidinji police and the Yidinji police minister, okay? And so you should. Anastasia, you're welcome here. Michael, you're welcome here. Scott, you're welcome here. But we've got a visa process, as Ganyara, the, uh, the attorney general pointed. It's for free. We love yous. But you still gotta follow the law, okay? then anyway, some final comments. Boomy, we, we might start with you first.
4: Well, that's true it my son said, Maramu, that you need to come to our table now and we'll have a talk. Talk about the, the right things. And we can all work together, you know. So I said, I have a good day now. It's raining up here up north. It's raining and it's good too. Thank you
1: yeah look you're right there come to the table and talk to us but when you do come to the table understand who you are I'll keep saying this time and time again understand who you are and how you've been seen legally that's that's all that really matters in the world you know just understanding law because it affects you every single day
2: yeah so uh, God bless and if you've managed to stay on the station this long well done
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. may God's peace be upon you wherever you are and, uh, you know, we're only acting here, so that's good. And in um, the almighty name of Yeshua, we'll catch you next week. You take care. God bless.